Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Cherry Leaf Podcast. In this episode, we're going to look at some new training courses from Google on technical writing. This is the Cherry Leaf Podcast. Hello, I'm Ellis Pratt. I'm one of the directors at Cherry Leaf. So there's been quite a buzz recently towards the end of February in the technical writing communities about an announcement from Google that they have made available some training material on technical writing. So that's what we're going to review. Beforehand, I thought I'd give you a little bit of background of where this has come from, what we've known about it. Then we'll dive into looking at the course material itself. So there was a Write the Docs London meetup back in the middle of November at Google's headquarters in London. And one of the speakers at the event was Sharif Salah. And Sharif made an announcement saying that Google was going to be making the training materials that it uses when it teaches the engineers within Google the basics of technical writing. It was going to make that material available to others with the intention that it could be used to build up the skills for students at universities and also for engineers in other companies. And the material had been developed, I understand, by Sharif and Sarah Maddox, who's a technical writer in Australia. And he talked about how it was structured and the courses that were available. And Sharif announced that they were going to be creating a Google Groups specifically for people that were interested in delivering this training. And of course, we signed up to it. There was a little test to check that we knew something about technical writing. And the idea was there were going to be some training courses that were going to be scheduled. And anybody that wanted to become a trainer on this material, they would need to go and sit in on one of these courses, assist so they were familiar with it, and then they would be able to use the material that Google had developed. So that was back in November. And then at the end of around 20th of February, what was announced was that this material was available and the sites that had only been seen or accessible by people within Google and those signed up to this Google Groups was made available, publicly available for everyone to see. So we have had sites of the material that's available for the students and for the people that would deliver the course since November. And I thought it might be useful to tell you a little bit about the material, who it's designed for, what it covers, how it's delivered, and so on. So the course was originally developed for the internal people within Google. So the engineers and developers that might be writing content for some of the applications that Google's develops. So things like Google Maps, I suspect, TensorFlow, those types of applications. The idea of making it available to others is to, again, teach a similar type of audience. So it would be developers that might be creating content and they might be writing content that's then improved by a technical writer or they might be writing content that's good to go and is aimed at other types of developers. So principally it's around content that's for an audience of developers. And Google has developed two courses. One's called Technical Writing One, which you take first, 
which teaches the basics of technical writing. And then there's a second course, which is called Technical Writing 2, which is covering some additional topics, what they call intermediate topics. Now, the way that the course is structured is that there's some pre-class material. And then the idea is that there is a afternoon or a morning session in a classroom of between two and two and a half hours facilitated by a trainer that reinforces some of the material that was covered in the online material that you can practice that in a classroom and build on that particular content. And in addition to the material for the students, what Google has also provided is some content for the facilitators for the training courses. And that includes a slide deck with information and guidance for the trainers on delivering the particular course. So the online material is a selection of web pages with information that teaches you the basics of how to write clear technical documentation. And in that, there are some questions that you can answer and some answers which are hidden until you click on an icon and then the answer to the particular exercise is revealed. So what's covered in the online material for Technical Writing 1 are these topics. Some basics on grammar, some information on words, which is around terminology and pronouns, using the active voice, writing clear sentences, writing short sentences, lists and tables, paragraphs, writing for your audience, some information on documents, punctuation, and an option for doing a module on Markdown. So the grammar module is optional and it's pretty basic fundamental stuff on grammar. So what is a noun? What is an adjective? What is a verb? What is a preposition? Transitions, things like however and because. What are pronouns like he and she? And going through and understanding what they are, being able to identify them in a particular sentence. And that leads into the second section, which is called words, which is about 10 minutes long, and just really making clear what you're writing is clear. So the basics of making sure if you're introducing a new term, that you define what that new term means, being consistent in the terms that you apply throughout a document, using acronyms properly, and making sure if you're using pronouns like it and they, this and that, that it's clear what is meant by it, they, this, that, and so on. And it's pretty good stuff. It's a couple of paragraphs, maybe half a page on each particular section. So if you take the section on this and that, yes, yeah, probably about two thirds or half a page on explaining what that is. So the basics, not too much, but enough for you to understand what is meant by those. The next section is about active and passive voice, and there is quite a lot within the course on that, for good reason, because often if you are coming from a scientific background, you may be used to writing in the passive voice. And if English is a second language, it may be that the language that people have as their first language uses the passive voice much more than we do in English. And so it goes through a number of exercises to help people identify what is the active voice, what is the passive voice, what are passive verbs, and ways in which you can rewrite sentences to make them 
active voice and therefore a lot clearer than they would be if they were in the passive voice. So the next section is on clear sentences. And this again is about making the verbs are appropriate for what you're doing. So trying to avoid using verbs like occurs and happens and are and be, those types of things. Minimizing the amount of times you write there is and there are. And not going too mad on adjectives and adverbs as well. And then there's a 20 minute section on writing short sentences. And again, basic fundamental information like having a single idea in each individual sentence. So if you're talking about something different, start a new sentence. And it covers another popular topic in courses on clear writing around that and which, and when you should use the word that, when you should use the word which. There's also an optional module on punctuation, which covers how to use commas. It talks about the Oxford comma, and whether you want to use that or not. It talks about using semicolons and also M dashes and parentheses or brackets, depending on which word you use to describe them. The next two sections are really around what you might call issues around presenting the information that you've got. So they look at when you should use tables and when you should use lists when you should use bulleted lists and numbered lists and ways to present that information. And it talks about whether you should have what we call a stem sentence, introductory sentence before you have the list of items. Now there are different schools of thought as to whether this is a good idea or not. It makes topic reuse a little bit difficult in some situations, but generally it's the way that we recommend on our training courses. You go tell people what's coming up in a list and then reading it. That's the way that is in this course also. And it has a section on writing paragraphs, getting going with that first particular sentence. It's got a different approach to what we cover on our courses, but that's fine. And it has a quite a nice way of helping you identify when you're talking about more than one thing and making sure and checking that your topics are complete, that they've got sufficient information. They've got in this that good paragraphs answer the following three questions. What are you trying to tell your reader? Why is it important for the reader to know this? And how should the reader use this knowledge? Or alternatively, how should the reader know your point to be true? So this is all good basic stuff about how to write clearly. And the way that the course is organized is really to give people information most actionable straight off, the basics of writing clearly, and then later look at the issues about planning and organizing your content. The eighth topic in the course is on audience and defining your audience and understanding or determining what your audience needs to know from the information that you're providing. And it gives some basic information on how to analyze the audience to understand what their level of ability is, what they know and what they don't know. And it talks about making sure that what you're writing is appropriate to your audience. So some reminders that if you're using buzzwords or certain vocabulary, if they're not familiar to the audience, introducing them to the audience so they do know them. And a little bit about knowing too much, what's called the curse of knowledge. So the ninth section is what they call documents, which is about organizing the topics or the paragraphs that have been written into a coherent document. 
that reveals in some ways the thinking that they're thinking in terms of documents. That may be just the easiest way to explain it. And again, there's good stuff in this material. It talks about stating what your document scope is, so you know what it's aiming to achieve and what it's not aiming to achieve, which can help you keep focus and identify if you need more than one document that needs to be created. And then it dives into really organizing and structuring your information. So for organizing, what they say is after defining the audience, organize a document to supply what readers should know or be able to do after reading the document. And that's basically the end of the pre-course online material for Technical Writing 1. So it's good material. I do like it. There's not a lot on organizing and planning. It really doesn't go into things like information types, the different ways that you might want to present different types of information. That's not in this course. The main thing it's aimed at is helping engineers that might be struggling in getting started with their writing or finding it hard to write in a clear way to an audience that's maybe not quite so technically capable as them, helping them write clearly. So having done the, what they call the pre-class components, the online material, the idea is that there's then an in-class workshop of about two to two and a half hours. And the idea of this is that this is to help students take those foundational skills that they've learnt online and integrate them into their learning and understanding. To do some more practice of that with the ability to have somebody around in the classroom that can help them if they have any particular questions. To get access to the slide deck for the workshop, the facilitators need to become a member of the Google Groups that I mentioned earlier. And by signing up to that, you then get the ability or the right to actually access the slides and download them and use them. So the workshop, the idea is that you work through six writing exercises and the way that they are designed is that you do them in conjunction with somebody else, often that's the case, and that you peer review, you work together in pairs and talk about those and that there are class discussions also about the material and what's been learned. Two of the exercises ask the students to improve these sentences. So the idea is that the students must think about the different topics that they've learnt in the pre-class material and decide which ones they need to apply to these exercises to make the material that's in the exercise clearer and easier to understand. Now the way that the slide deck has been written has been to look to draw parallels between the sort of development software engineering work that the developers are doing day to day and technical writing and to draw parallels between the two. And in the notes that go with it for the facilitators, they have explained that you can consider the pre-class content as design patterns for technical writing. So with there being class discussions, and at the end of each of the units and each of the exercises, there is a slide prompting some conversations and some discussions that are going on, then it obviously will help if you have a facilitator who has experience of technical writing, and ideally experience of delivering training courses as well. In terms of the ideal course size, what Google recommends is somewhere between 12 and 20 students. 
They say with too few students, it can be difficult to get good class discussions going. And with too many students, then class discussions can be awkward. So the classroom part is reinforcing what was covered in the pre-course section and is ordered in a slightly different way. So the issues around identifying the audience are more towards the beginning of the course than they were in the online material. Now the exercises, the exercises are really good. One of the hardest things to do when it comes to writing a training course is coming up with good exercises. They need to be appropriate to the audience and they need to be right for the particular skill level of the students. And I think Google has done very well with this. They've got a great understanding of the people within Google have taken the course and might want to take the course externally. And the exercises are focused really on software development related topics. First and foremost, there are a couple which are more generic, but a lot of the text that people are being asked to improve are around topics that a developer might write or a developer might read. So the six exercises that students do, there's some good stuff on practicing how to write more clearly and also some good stuff on making the students think about is what's written appropriate for the audience? Does it meet their needs? Is it appropriate to their skills levels? Is it not talking down to them or is it too complicated for them? Is everything clear? Are there areas where there could be more than one choice for writing something? So what do we think of it? Well, overall, in terms of what it sets out to do and the objectives that it sets as a course, it meets those and it does it well. If you have an audience of developers and engineers and you want to get them to be able to write more clearly, write to the right level appropriate to the audience, then this course meets those objectives. And if you want to do that within a limited space of time so that they can acquire that knowledge within a couple of hours online and a couple of hours in a classroom, the course most definitely meets those objectives. What the course doesn't do is teach you how to be a professional technical writer. It provides a limited amount of information on audience analysis and planning. You might need more understanding and knowledge of that if you're a professional technical writer. It doesn't cover information types, different ways in which you can present information. And it doesn't explicitly go into talking about topic-based authoring. So that was technical writing one. There's also a technical writing two, which is again, the same format of pre-class exercises and the idea of a workshop. The pre-class exercises in this situation are about an hour in length and then the workshop is two to two and a half hours. So the way that's described is that they say after completing this course you will know how to do the following. Choose among several different tactics to write first drafts and additional tactics for writing second and third drafts. Leverage several techniques to detect mistakes in your own writing, organize large documents, introduce a document scope and any prerequisites, write clear figure captions, pick the proper information density in technical illustrations, focus the reader's attention in illustrations, establish context through a big picture illustration, revise technical illustrations effectively, Create useful, accurate, concise, clear, reusable, and well-commented sample code that demonstrates a range of complexity. 
identify different documentation types, describe just about anything, empathize with a beginner audience and write a tutorial for them. So there's 10 minutes on some of the basics for doing editing. So the editing techniques it talks about is things like following or establishing a style guide, thinking about your audience, and then to check your material to proofread it and edit it, do things like reading it out loud, coming back to it later and then reviewing it after a while, finding somebody else to review it for you, and changing the format that it's in, printing it out and having a look at it that way. So on organising the document, the section there, they talk about outlining and creating a high-level structure, and also that you can do two approaches. One is a top-down approach where you set out the skeleton of the document before you start, or you just do a dump of the information that you need, and then mark up the sections with different headings and then rearrange them, sort of bottom-up approach. And there's an exercise on improving an outline of a document where you can rearrange and edit and delete topics, change the hierarchy of things. And there's also a little bit of information on progressive disclosure. And that's basically it for organising large documents, 20 minutes on that. And then there's a section on illustrating. And this section again reflects the audience that they're teaching to. So there's an emphasis and explanation of how to deal with large, complex diagrams that describe the structure, perhaps a set of servers that are balancing the load and information that's flowing and how you might make those easier and simpler to understand. If this were a course aimed at technical writers, technical authors, you would expect more information on this particular section. And again, a slightly different emphasis on different types of imagery that might be created. And you might see perhaps some more of the theories around how people understand images and different ways in which you can help people identify changes between one image and the next. So on the section on sample code, there's some good advice on whether they've written code samples that are good or not. A sort of checklist of things that you can look at to make sure that your code sample meets those particular criteria. So that's what's covered in the pre-course material for the Technical Writing 2 course. The workshop, the classroom part of Technical Writing 2, again, the idea is that you work through in groups and you talk about different exercises. In Technical Writing 2, there are four exercises. So there's one on editing and rewriting a piece of text. The second exercise is on illustrating where you would use a drawing package to create a diagram that represents a paragraph of text that they've written. And they've got examples of a good way of doing this and a bad way of doing this. The third exercise is a classic technical writing type exercise where you have to describe something, but you're not allowed to use certain words or images to describe it. And the fourth one is probably the most technical of all of the exercises that there are in the course, and that is to write a tutorial for a programming language that teaches a very basic fundamental technique of all programming languages. So there you have it, Technical Writing 1 and Technical Writing 2. They are good courses, and for organisations that have, as they say, around 12 to 20 people, engineers that are looking to build up their skills on being able to write 
clearly, particularly for documentation that's within the developer sphere, then this course is really good. But to get the most out of this course, you really do need to do the classroom workshops as well as the online material. And to get the most out of the classroom material, you need to have a facilitator, somebody that's familiar with this particular topic. And if you want a facilitator, then do consider Cherryleaf. And you can contact us, info at cherryleaf.com if you are interested in that. What we're doing is developing some additional training materials. And these have been developed independently by ourselves. And they can extend the course into additional topics that are not covered in the materials that Google provides. So for example, on writing clear code samples, you might want to teach your developers information on how to write clear code samples in a particular tool. For the information on using images and diagrams, you might want to give them some information and guidance on how to use screenshots or some basic theories of how to present information using imagery. And it may be that you want to give your developers some templates for common documents that they can use to help give them that structure to get them going. And we can also provide that type of material. So we are able to offer the workshops as they stand from Google. We're able to enhance them to cover additional topics that you might want covered. And also we're planning to offer something for those that aren't in organizations where there's the size to organize a course like this. They're not necessarily going to get the best out of it if they just read the pre-course material, the web pages, and not be able to attend the workshops. So what we're doing is we're developing some video-based e-learning material, again, independently of Google, using our own materials that provide an e-learning course for developers on how to do technical writing. So that you can learn, if you prefer, through video rather than text. And again, within that e-learning course, will provide templates and some guidance and checklists and the like to help get you started and apply that. So where we are with that particular course is we have the transcript written, which is about 12 to 14,000 words. We've got the exercises written. There's about 12 exercises that we've developed. Again, exercises aimed specifically at a developer audience. So this is a different course to our technical writing induction course and our advanced technical writing course. This is very specifically for an engineering developer audience. And so the next stage that we are at will be to record the videos, edit them and upload them. If you're interested in that, contact us, info at cherryleaf.com and we can tell you more. So that's a very brief review of the material that Google has produced. It's great that Google is out there teaching its own developers how to write more clearly, creating content to get other developers to write content more clearly as well, making it available for those that want to so that they can deliver the courses. And the usual request, as with many podcasts, please give a rating on iTunes or your pod platform of choice so other people are more likely to come across this particular podcast. Thanks for listening.